Because my daddy says you're one of the poorest preachers we've ever had. And with that, make your checks payable to Pastor Tom Ray. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, before I begin ministering to you today, I want to share, share some news with you. Uh, Gina, would you come up here, please? This is my beautiful, beautiful wife. I am so blessed to have her. Amen. Uh, so we have some news to tell you. Um, Gina's pregnant. No, just kidding. <laughs> There's no room in the end, so that's shut down. So <sighs> you know, I still wish that though. I guess we'll have to wait on grandchildren at this point. Uh, seriously, though, we have some good news and some sad news to share with you. About a month ago, I received an offer for a full-time position uh, to build my real leadership company um, that I started a year ago with uh, my brother-in-law, Bert Koppel. This, of course, is an entrepreneur's dream to be paid a full-time salary to build your own company. So what a great opportunity that is. The sad news is my family and I will be transitioning from Evangel to another church. The good news is I'll be taking an, an associate pastor position at that church. And the sad news is we'll be leaving all of you. My family and I know that the news of our transition is, is pretty difficult for all of you. And it may come as a shock to you. And right off the bat, we want you to know that we weren't looking for an out. We aren't being pushed out, but God has opened a door that we need to be obedient to walk through. Uh, the bonus to this is that we have the blessing of our pastors, mom and dad, Dr. Jerry and Cheryl Piscopal. It's bittersweet for all of us, and we know that as we make this transition that every step that we take closer to our exit date, that it's going to be that much more difficult. Um, you all are family to us. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't stay someplace for 19 years without getting attached. And uh, we're certainly attached to all of you. And we love you all dearly. And, uh, you know, if we don't get to say it later, we just want to tell you thank you. We want to thank you for the opportunity that we've had for you allowing us to serve you week after week in worship and in word or whatever ministry uh, that we have given. And we hope that it's been apparent that we didn't take leading worship too lightly. That it's been a passion of ours every time we've gotten up on that electronic pulpit, <laughs> I like to call it. And I say this from the bottom of my heart, it's been a pleasure serving you all. And I thank you for the opportunity that you've given us. And I must say that God couldn't have picked two better people to serve under than mom and dad, Drs. Jerry and Cheryl Piscopo. Um, they are people of integrity and character. They are role models for all of us to follow. And mom and dad, we love you dearly. And we thank you for taking care of us, your kids. We really appreciate that. 
we kind of feel like we're your kids going off to college. And uh, in a way, we are certainly going to learn a lot. The good news is we'll still be connected through the EACM, and, and hopefully you'll allow us to come back from time to time to minister and to bless all of you. Uh, we won't be leaving till the end of July, but before we do, we do have a couple of events that are coming up that I'd like to invite uh, Dr. Simon Preslin up to share with you just for a moment. And as he's coming up, come on up. Yeah, come on up. You can come on up. I just want to say... I love you all very much, and it's been a blessing to be a part as well. And I just thank God for all the love that I've felt throughout the years from each and every one of you, and for all the support my husband and I and Drs. Jerry and Pastor Cheryl. I love you dearly, and I still call you family, and we continue to do that. And just it's just this was a hard decision. I wasn't going to say anything, but I kind of feel okay right at the moment. <laughs> I'm one of those who likes to sing, but I don't like to talk. So anyway, I just thank God for what he's doing. And um, we prayerfully, prayerfully, with prayer and fasting, prayed for this. Not for it, but we prayed over this. Um, we did, again, we didn't go looking, but we prayed and sought the Lord and sought the Lord and sought the Lord. And it just happened to be during the COVID-19 time. It's a time where God sets you down, you know? You know, when you got time to be still? You know, he spoke to us. And I think if things would have been going on normally, we probably would have just shoved it under the rug. But it wasn't something that just came and we just said, okay, yeah, let's do this. It was God. We really believe that it was the Lord. And we thank you for your support and understanding in all this. And we know that God is going to do great and mighty things for Evangel. We believe that. We know that. We don't want to leave here knowing that Evangel is not taken care of. That is our heart, to know that ECC is taken care of and our bishop and Dr. Cheryl. I love you both so much. The first thing I will tell you is I am not taking over praise and worship. So just be very clear about that. <laughs> there, wouldn't be a, there wouldn't be a person in this house. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Bible is very clear about giving honor to honor who it's due. Amen? So we have three ways here that we're going to honor our senior pastors of music who we just love so very dearly. Number one is we're going to, our bishops are going to host a a Ray family going away party. So you want to mark this down. It's July 18th at 5 o'clock. So write that in your calendar. July 18th, 5 o'clock. Please keep this in mind. It is for evangel members only. Adults 13 and over. Okay, so evangel members only. Adults 13 and over. So July 18th, we're having the going away party. There are sign-up sheets at both counters, so please sign up and indicate how many evangel members are going to come, how many adults are going to come. Also, if you can help organize, I mean, you know, this is always a big plan. So uh, if you can help organize, please mark that on the sheet. Number two, the Rays want you to be their special guest on the last Sunday services, so mark this down. This will be the Rays' last Sunday services, July 26th. 
So we want to be here to support them. Amen? And number three, let's all come back tonight for a worship watch party. Now, this is going to be different than anything we've ever done before, Worship Watch Party. This is going to feature uh, Dr. Tom, Pastor Gina, and two other worship leaders, so it's going to be special. So don't miss. Amen? So those are your dates. Just keep in mind, again, that the Going Away Party is for Evangel members only, 13 and over. One, two. There it is. One, two. I say one, two, right? It's the true sound of a, someone who likes to test their microphones out. Um, so, also, with that, Dr. Simon mentioned, you know, that you sign up on the list and let everybody know, let us know how many people are coming. Also, for the, you watching online, you can, uh, who are part of Evangel, um, fill in the comment section. Uh, how many are coming, and uh, you'll be more than welcome to come. Again, for those who are part of Evangel 13 and older. Um, so while we are moving, we're not moving away. And so uh, we're just moving on to trip, and, uh, excuse me, to equip and uh, train leaders to climb with our real leadership company. And again, my family and I thank you all and love you for your support and your understanding through the years. And uh, again, we don't take this lightly. It's, it's been a hard step for us. But we thank you both from the bottom of our heart. And no, she's not pregnant. <laughs> but she will get me a, another bottle of water. Right, honey? Thank you. Well, that said... This means that you, Evangel, need to step up. This is a call to you. Allowed me to explain. In 1998, I was alone in my dad's church, standing on the stage. And God showed me a section of the brick wall removed. There was a hole in the wall. And God spoke to me and said, do you see that hole? I said, yes. And he says, he said, when you leave, that's what's going to happen. There's going to be a hole in the church. And I said, well, God, why would you want me to leave if that's what's going to happen? And he said, number one, because I told you to. Number two, the people of the church are going to see the hole and begin to fill it. So... This is your time. Amen. Thank you, hon. So this is your time to step up. By the way, six months later, after we left my dad's church, which was very hard to do, and I feel like we're doing it again. It was very hard to do. Six months later, my dad said to me, and you can take this any way you want, son, our church has never been more unified since you left. What he was meaning is we had to get out of the way so that others could be activated. And this is that season for all of us. So let me apologize now for 
the growing pains you are about to experience. Because our move, evangel, affects you too. So it's time for you to step up. Say step up. Step up. Amen. It's time for evangel to shine. Amen. You know, I've been here for 19, my wife and I family been here for 19 years. And you can't, we're like a tree. We got roots that go deep in and affect several different ministries. And, and so it's going to be slow going <laughs> to uproot and pull out. But I want to be training all of you. So over the next month, I'll be doing some training in the areas of, listen to this, sound, video camera operating presentation software like putting the lyrics on the screen and scriptures and so forth video editing of our announcements social media and live streaming and more and if any of these areas piqued your interest please see my wife the beautiful blonde right there see her after church and share with her which area of interest that you might have these are vital but unseen ministries in our church and real quick, I'd like to just take an opportunity to recognize our unseen heroes, those in the sound department, the multimedia ministry, those in the, in the hallway. Amen. Uh, David Burnell and, uh, and crew out in the hallway, if you guys could uh, just wave to us. There you are. Yes, they're working our live stream out there. So I, we want to thank you guys for making us sound and look good. See, they don't get noticed unless something goes wrong. Am I right? But we need to honor them. And you know what? Every once in a while, take a moment to stop by the sound booth or by the guys that are doing the work and just say thanks. Okay? Even our ushers and janitors and all those that don't appear up on the stage, take a moment to thank people for what they do. Amen. So I'm going to be doing some training tomorrow night at 7 p.m., and I want to see you there. Um, I want to make sure that Evangel and Drs. Jerry and Cheryl are taken care of. And so we'll be doing some training um, tomorrow night, as well as three more Monday nights in the month of July. And if you're not available on those Monday nights, please contact me or let my wife know after service, and we'll arrange something for you. Uh, be thinking forward about any events that you might be having or planning for Evangel where you might need sound or any other things like that so that we can get you trained and ready for that. Okay? Amen? So, it's time for you to step up, so I'll see you tomorrow night at 7 p.m. as we do some training and uh, get us on the next level. So I suppose that what I'm about to share with you is probably more like a scrapbook than a sermon, uh, more like a highlight reel than a message. But my family came on staff here on March 11, 2001, and what a journey it has been. Uh, in the last 19 years, we've practically seen a changeover in our congregation. I have a uh, photo collage in my office, and if I showed that photo collage to you, most of you wouldn't recognize any of the people in the pictures because there's just been a turnover. It's the way church life goes. 
you know, our worship team back then, we had trombone, saxophone, violin, trumpet, guitar, bass guitar, percussion, drums. I mean, we had everything all at once. It was a wonderful experience. But people moved on to their own ministries, to other ministries, and some just fell by the wayside. One moved to Alaska. Back then, uh, my song, God is God, that you've all come to know, came at a pivotal time here at Evangel. Evangel was going through something at that time, something that was attacking our very precious Dr. Jerry and Cheryl Piscopo. And I sat on that song for six months until God had me release it. And when we did, it was like the clarion call, the, the call of freedom that came and set revival to Evangel once again. And, and Dr. Jerry wore that song out. We did that song every single service for nine weeks straight. People thought that I was doing the song that many times, but it was Dr. Jerry. He had just found freedom Amen. And deliverance and things changed for our church. Uh, another song that he wore out was Live God Loud. Do you remember that one, Bishop? Yeah. yeah. Our church services back then lasted two and a half to three hours. Yeah. Everybody say, ooh. <laughs> and to kick over sacred cows, Bishop would have us walk on the pews. Amen. To stomp those devils out. Amen. In 2004, Dr. Ken Shelton and I started the Worship Arts Institute. And what, of an op- what an opportunity that was. You know, Dr. Ken Shelton was the reason that uh, my wife and I ended up here at Evangel in the first place. He made the call to us because he was connected to me and to them at that time. And, uh, and so what a great experience. So you have him to thank for that or him to hate for that. Uh, Many of you may remember our dramatic Easter productions that we've done. And let's not forget our Arts Ablaze uh, that showcased Evangel's talent here. Amen? Uh, One of those people it featured was Daryl Kearse Jr., who will be here tonight to uh, minister with me in in worship. And some special music, some stuff. We're going to go back a little bit, do some uh, Christian contemporary music and as well as some worship. So it's going to be a wonderful experience. You don't want to miss it. Um, but you know, dad, we don't have, uh, very many pictures together. Do we? And, 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 and my brothers and sisters, we don't have a lot of pictures together. Do we? I think we should take care of that right now. What do you think? Let's do that. There I am. See me? Let's get a picture right here of mom and dad and some brothers and sisters. Get some others over here. Come on. That's right. We are? Oh, we are sideways. Yeah, well, it looks good here. I have to, I have to fit everybody in. So there you go. And I, I tell you, just, just for you, there you go. Yeah, does that look better? And right there. All right. There you go. Great. 
Oh, my wife, yeah. All right, so let's, let's take a big shot here. Get everybody in, okay? Let's go sideways. I have to go sideways. I don't know why the camera's not changing on us. Let's do that. There you go. Wonderful. And uh, the rest of you, let's take a picture of all you right here. Beautiful people. Yeah, wave, wave, wave. There you go. Awesome. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah, I think you'll need to take care of that. Thank you. As I mentioned, you can't be here for 19 years without getting attached to people. And uh, Drs. Jerry and Cheryl have certainly got attached to you and and got to, to notice some of your your quirks and mannerisms, right? Dr. Jerry clearing his throat. Mom biting her lip. Dad's tremendous grace or mom's poise even when jumping down on the boxes in the church dumpster all the while wearing your high heels and fur coat. I have a picture of that somewhere. I'm going to use it later in case I need to, right? In case I need to. Dad's five home plate basics. Yeah. Amen. Does anybody remember what they are? Yeah. Read your Bible. Read. Pray. Pray. Serve. Give. Yes, yeah, serve. Yeah. And commit. Yeah. Right? Good Read time, your Bible. Pray, give, serve, and commit. Yeah. They also have a heart for souls. If anybody's been here any length of time, you know that they have a heart for souls. Amen? Amen. Dad is a dad uh, of details. And, and this might be for, for James Urington, Jimbo. Anything else? I once wanted to produce a reality TV show called The Bish. And years ago, I started a book uh, that I never finished, but it was called The Church That Integrity Built just because they impressed me so much in how they would even do self-audits back in the day to make sure that they were on the up and up because they were taking care of a group of ministers in churches with the EACM. They have left an FM on me, a forever mark on me. And because of their faithfulness to God in this church, their love for people, and nobody, say nobody, nobody gives like them. Amen. In the seasons that followed, we saw shifts. And for the last three months, whether we like it or not, we have been forced to shift. Say shift. Uh, Now I'm entering into my message. So how many will give me five minutes? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. That should be enough time. Great. So look, I'm just going to say it, all right? I'm just going to say it. I'm tired of this whole coronavirus thing. Now, I'm not going to minimize the effect it's had on us, and and I'm sorry for those that have lost loved ones through this, but I'm tired of the gloves and the masks and the the, uh, uh, hand sanitizer. I I saw this meme on Facebook that said, I've used so much hand sanitizer that when I pee, I clean the toilet. 
But how many are tired of it all, right? But you know what? Whether we like it or not, we have been forced to shift. Say shift. You know, who would have thought that a pandemic would close down a, a town, much less the world? And do you think that maybe judgment has maybe come to our countries to cause us to go back to the basics, to what's important, like family and our relationship with Christ? Say reset. Amen. Amen. Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 33, I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And look what it says here in James 1, 2. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider an opportunity, say opportunity, for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Amen. And I need to mute my phone. There we go. Yes. And and, in another translation, the Passion Translation, it says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. How many have experienced, (laughs) how many have experienced invaluable joy during this COVID season. Amen. Amen. You've had to look for it, haven't you? So let me ask you this. Is this shift that you and we have experienced, or even this shift on this local level with this big news that we dropped on you this morning, is it going to make you bitter or better? Amen. Amen. So you're not going to lay down and moan and groan. Instead, you're going to shift. Amen. You're going to dig in as a pirate would searching for a treasure. Amen. My family and I are going to experience some great changes ahead and culture shock and things way out of our comfort zone. But we're taking the next step of faith as God leads us. And I know that beyond the shadow of a doubt that God will take care of us. And I also believe that God will take care of you, Evangel. I truly believe that. But you're going to have to shift in order to grow. People of Evangel, I challenge all of you today to not count the days ahead with dread, but to make the days ahead count with anticipation and excitement. What is God about to do? What is coming next? We can't do church and business as we once did. Things have changed. Amen? For those of you who may have found a diner that you went to every morning for breakfast, you know that that routine was changed. We had some changes, and now you go to places like this, and you can't sit close to the the, the people that you normally sat close to. It doesn't exist currently because everything is spread apart. John Maxwell says this, don't count your losses right now. Don't count your losses. Instead, count your lessons. Count your lessons. After all, class is in session. Amen. And, And those of you who have graduated a long time ago from school, guess what? School's back in session. We have to learn a new way. Listen to this. Has anybody ever driven a manual transmission vehicle before? Raise your hand. 
Okay? Now, I enjoy driving a stick shift. I really enjoy doing that. Unless I'm in traffic or snow or trying to drink or eat something, it's a pain. So let me say this. All of us love automatic, right? We love automatic. Come on. It's so much easier than manual, isn't it? Amen? I mean, look at uh, how easy it is. Things are so much easier because it's automatic. I mean, some houses you walk into and it just detects you're there and your lights come on. Automatic. It's wonderful. My phone connects with my car. Automatically. My lights, my light on my phone dims at a certain time of day when I get into my car, when it connects to my Bluetooth. Automatic. I don't have to turn it down. So it's easy with automatic. We don't have to give a lot of thought to it. We've already got the plan. We already have the know-how because it's automatic. I remember when we were kids, when my kids were little, and and I tried to help them, but they say, Dad, I got it. Let me do it. But how many know we don't got it right now? We don't know what's over the next horizon. You know, if crisis has taught us anything, it has revealed that we don't got it. We aren't the man. We aren't in control. We are in crisis, and we're forced out of our comfort zone and into the great unknown. But I believe that it has been healthy for me and healthy for you that we had this reset. You know, they say that it takes some 30 to 45 days to break an old habit. And I think some of us have seen that experience happen, whether we like it or not. But it's causing us to reset. Say reset. And it's causing us to discover that we can and will do more. Amen? There's no more automatic for a while, though. And we've learned there's a new new. Say new new. Is L'Oreal here? New new. There she is. That's her, her nickname there. Uh, but we've learned the new new. The new is here. Amen. It is time to shift. Say shift. I remember years ago, uh, riding on a motorcycle for the first time, and I kept it in first gear. And Dr. Jerry, you know this, and, and those of you who know how shifting works, if, if you stay in first gear beyond 10 miles an hour, you'll probably end up burning up the motor. Yeah. Back in June 7th, Dr. Casa said, life is lived forward, but it's understood backwards. We need to live for what is forward, but we need to understand what is in the rearview mirror. Act one is done, he said, and a new stage is being set. God is not finished. All is well in the end, he said, and if it's not well, then it's not the end. To all who love him, he said, will not end on a negative. Jesus, listen to this, Jesus died... And all would have thought that it was over, that the car was stalled on the side of the road, and you might as well give up. But you know what? Three days later, there was a shift in the tomb. Amen? And God will not end on a negative. Amen? God will not end on a negative. Whether you know it or not, God has a purpose for all of us in this. 
And for some of us, it may be hard to understand. But to begin to see the opportunities that lay ahead of each and every one of us, we can see the potentials that are ahead. And, and uh, you know, for my wife and I, we see potentials ahead, but we're, we're, we're a little worried about, I don't want to say worried, but we're concerned about what the future has to hold. Because nothing is promised to us, is it? Right? And so we're a little concerned with what's ahead, but we're taking that leap of faith because God has called us to. In, in Psalms chapter 118, verse 9, it says, The Lord is for me, so I will have no fear what people do to me. Yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. I will look in triumph at those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. You know, I remember... Driving years ago, or riding years ago, in the back seat of a car whose driver was driving about 50 to 60 miles an hour in the mountainous hills, back roads of Nashville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. And I was terrified because we didn't know what was over the next hill. And even if we saw something on the other side of the hill, there was no time to make adjustments. But it was thrilling and exciting nonetheless. And that's what we're getting ready to get in store for, Evangel. All of us, we can't see what's over the next hill. But God has a plan for us. Amen? Now, I guess I'm going to come to a close here in a couple minutes. Allow me to let you in on a quick little secret. About six months after we came here in 2001, six months after, uh, a lady from the congregation came up to me and she said, you know what? When you first came here, I did not like you. (laughs) But then God showed me your heart and then he showed me mine. And I just want to say, I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? And I told her, no, get out of my face. No, if you know me, I said, well, of course, I certainly will. Some of you here have been holding on to bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart. And if you know anything about my testimony and and what I went through with the loss of my sister back in, in 2015, you know that my heart is a heart of forgiveness. And I know that it's difficult sometimes when when we are offended by someone to be willing to swallow our pride and and to forgive someone. Say shift. Shift. We need to forgive everybody because don't you know it's your breakthrough is in your forgiving those who have offended you. If you want the shift to breakthrough, you need to forgive. And by the way, if I or my family has offended any one of you, we want to ask for your forgiveness. Please forgive us. And, And for those of you who think you might have offended us, I want to speak on behalf of myself and my family. We forgive you. We hold nothing against anyone here. Say shift. Shift. You know, some of you are sitting and stinking in a job that God has been telling you to step out of. Say shift. shift. Some of you have been stuck in limbo whether or not to join this church. Today is a day. Say shift. Amen. Some of you have been shacking up with your boo. Some of you have been dabbling around with a particular sin. Is that right? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to shift. Say shift. Some of us, if not most of us, need to shift in our finances. 
Amen. It's not about making more as it, as it is about managing what we have. Can I get a shift? God gave me a word for 2020. And believe it or not, the word was abundance. Abundance in 2020 in the midst of an economic shutdown. But abundance. Say shift. Listen, we live at usually two camp, one of two camps. And out of those two camps, one side of the stage is fear. One is fear. The other one over here is faith. Which camp are you in today? Years ago, I was at a friend's house whose girlfriend was freaking out and and almost in a panic because she was a couple of hundred dollars short of $10,000 in her bank account because she knew that she had to have a reserve in her bank account and she was about to fall apart. Me, $200 to my name at the time, began to console her and say that everything's going to be all right. God owns the cattle of a thousand hills. Amen. Say, God is my supplier. God will meet my needs. Amen. As we put our trust in him. And, you know, we sometimes at at Camp Fear, uh, you know, at Camp Fear, there, there is scarcity and lack. But at Camp Faith, there's abundance and much. How many know that little is much when God is in it? Amen. And God has a plan for us and he wants us to live in the right mindset. Say shift. Amen. Let me share a different example with you real quick as I come to a close. Um, My wife's uncle, Uncle James, and let me tell you a quick story about him. I need to do this, uh, Dr. Scott. Um, So uh, my dad would have uh, Gina's Uncle James come up and, and sing for us. And he's this guy that's you know, kind of born on the back hills of Kentucky. He's a, he's a hillbilly through and through. And he gets up on, on the, uh, the, the stage and gets his guitar and, and he begins to play and doom jang, you know, doom jang, you know, like that. And then, and then he drops a pick inside the guitar. And, 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 and he says, just a minute, just a minute. And, and he begins shaking the, the guitar to get the pick out. And then he, he, he's sitting down trying to figure it out and it won't come out. And he stands up and goes, the devil's in here tonight, like that. And then he said, well, forget it, and walked off the stage. So that's Dina's uncle, James. But James was in the hospital, and the doctor told us, your Uncle James doesn't have long to live. And usually when we hear news like this, we give up. I know a woman who, after hearing that her husband was going to die, she actually began preparing for his funeral. Anyway, James was laying on his deathbed, and our hearts were broken by the news. And between our tears and our prayers, we would pray, God, take him peacefully. But I thought to myself, why do we do this? If we're from camp faith, we believe that it's not over until God says it's done. As long as there's life and breath, and as long as there's King Jesus, there's a way. Well, wait a minute, Tom. Do you think that you're being a little unrealistic or, or perhaps naive? And you know what? Why don't we err on the side of faith and hope as opposed to despair and grief? That's what faith is all about anyway. Think about it. Who would you want in the room with you? Would you want someone who is a professional mourner or believers full of faith? 
by the way, we need believers of faith to lift up my wife's brother-in-law, our brother-in-law, her sister's husband, Richard Luster. He has lung cancer. And we want to believe for his healing. Can we do that right now real quick? Dear Heavenly Father, we lift up Richard Luster to you. And we pray his healing in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for the balm of Gilead being applied to his life. We command his body to line up with the word of God. And we thank you, Father, for the stripes you took on your back was for his healing. And, Father, we speak healing and wholeness to his body in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm I'm trying to get us to a point here, church, that we, we, we have that mind shift of thinking a little differently, having a different perspective. You know, I, I shared a little, a little bit with uh, the staff last week about a, a time where Dr. Jerry took, took my family and I through a process, uh, a financial process that we had to go through. And I had to completely trust in Dr. Jerry and his wisdom because I didn't know what was over the next horizon. And I was nervous because we're talking about finances, y'all. We're talking about maybe getting into trouble if we don't do it right. And this man of God helped lead us through that. Amen? And we're victorious because of it. Listen, Jesus was in the room with the dead girl, and he said, she is not dead, she was only sleeping. The mourners in the room were like, what are you talking about? She's only sleeping. She's dead. He says, you know what? Y'all get out of here. I don't need any fear. I don't need any doubt in the room. And some of us have some friends around us that are some doubters, that are some mourners. You need to kick them out of the room so that you can begin to believe by faith that something is going to turn around, that the supernatural is going to take place, that we're going to see something happen. Amen? We're going to see something happen. God wants us to shift into a new dynamic, a spiritual dynamic. He wants us to shift from fear to confidence, from confusion to, pay, to peace, from bondage to freedom, from pride to humility, from an impoverished mindset to an abundance mindset that he can do all things. Amen? And Jesus is our advocate. He's, he's our He's our. He's our way maker, our miracle worker, our promise keeper. Amen. We need to stop thinking of ourselves as victims, knowing that we are connected to the victor. Amen. He wants to shift us from our addictions to our healthy habits. He wants our depression to his joy, our selfishness to a spirit of servanthood. And from the natural to the supernatural, he wants to shift this church from dead and death to revival. And, and I proclaim revival over evangel coming out of this COVID time. That we're not going to lose even one member to evangel. In fact, we're going to grow out of this. Amen. And those who are watching online, we can't wait until you come to visit evangel. And get to hug all these beautiful, wonderful people. Say this. Say, Lord, Lord initiate, the shift initiate the shift into what you have for us. In the days ahead. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for all that you've done. You are the living, loving Father that cares so much for us. We thank you for all that we have learned and are learning. And we thank you, God, for all the shifts that are suddenly, slowly, methodically, 
and steadily taking place in our hearts. And we see as those shifts happen, our lives fall into different rhythms and different patterns and in different ways of alignment. Father, we ask that you would continue your work of transformation because through all and in all things, you are making us new again. Whether we like it or not, whether it be the COVID shutdown or the shift we're experiencing now locally at Evangel. Lord, you are changing us from what we were into what we are becoming. Lord, you are doing a new thing. And Father God, we will embrace your move. Lord, I pray that you would bless mom and dad, Drs. Jerry and Cheryl Piscopo. And this house, Evangel, where my family is called home for the last 19 years. May your favor rest upon this house, its leadership, and its wonderful people, Father. May Evangel experience a burst of growth, not only in members and numbers, but in laborers who will joyfully work to build this house. Come Holy Spirit, our helper, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you all for this opportunity. And uh, Pastor Simon's going to come up. You know, as he's coming up, if, if you don't know Jesus, we, we, we want you to know him. So those of you watching online, those of you seeing me right here, right now, eyeball to eyeball, yeah. Jesus loves you. Yeah. He loves you. He loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how much you've missed it. It doesn't matter what people think about you. Doesn't matter the past you've had. He knows what you did last summer and he still loves you. And thank God that he does. And he wants a relationship with us. So let's make it all afresh and anew right now. Let's just choose Jesus. Amen. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. So let's choose him today. Pray after me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I've missed it. I've failed. I've blown it. But Father, you paid a price for me when you sent your son to die on a cross for my sins. And I thank you for rising again on the third day to be our Savior and our Redeemer. And we ask that you forgive us of all of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on and shout freedom. Say chef. So due to some logistics, we're going to make a shift. The going away party is still July 18th, but we're moving it to 630. So mark that in your calendars, 630. Okay. Don't forget tonight. Come back 7 o'clock for the worship blowout. Can't show up. Got to sign up. Go. Bishop's words, can't show up. You got to sign up. Okay, everybody? Please make sure that their sign-up sheets are at the back. This is for the going away party. So be here for the the worship blowout tonight. Dr. Tom, you want to say anything about that? No, it's going to be awesome. (laughs) Come on. We're going to go down some memory lane, play some old tunes, too, that you're going to love. So come on out and be a part. Amen. That, you're dismissed. Uh, We're up here for prayer if you need to. Please respect social distancing. And other than that, have a blessed day.
Yeah, 